podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hey, welcome back to This Is Happening. This is Eric Morris. And this is Deb Buten. And Eric... What is happening well, tonight? Tonight we have um, we have a we have a lot of people in the studio. It's crammed, isn't it? it it's this crammed. Is like it's a it's, it's a who's who of what's where. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, our fave co-host, special guest, Georgie Lee. Oh, I was like, is it going to be me or is it going to be Brian? <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Which one? Hi, Georgie. Hi. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to This Is I'm Happen. not just here for the free booze. Oh. Or the booby, or the <laughs> and the free pop. booby pop. <laughs> and of course, we have our stalwart and sexy producer, RLF. Ryan Leslie Fisher. Take RLF. your clothes off. Yeah, or I'm uh, removing my clothes right now. Yes, thank you. It's another reveal. Someday we're going to insist that that be true. It's a very special <laughs> This Is Happening. Isn't it? And it, it is it really a very special. Today very we special. have a true phenomenon. Who do we have, Eric? Of the Who? internet age. Um, we have the super hilarious and talented Brandon Rogers. Woo! Well, I think that's my cue to arrive. <laughs> Welcome, Brandon. Thank you for having me. I, I This is uh, my second time in the studio, first time on... This is happening. That's right. We Brandon was the inaugural guest on uh, our sister podcast, mm-hmm. Georgie and Friends. Yes, listen to it. Brandon Wherever was you my first friend podcast. in Los Angeles. So. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, Georgie and I actually have gone through many adventures together. Many, many, many. Yeah. I've seen a few of those stories. <laughs> this we, week we've yeah. had many. <laughs> I've seen this... Uh, this girl next to me for every day for the last four, four, five days or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I have, it may continue. I have like been there. Dish. I have been there for some of those times. I, you know, I have to say, uh, Brandon has, you know, rapidly become one of my favorite people that I know. He's just and two for two. Uh, he's just so. Um, he's so, so. First of all, so talented. I, I have had the good fortune of working with Brandon. Um, he cast me in two different roles in his seminal and award-winning um, web series called Blame the Hero, recently named by the Streamies, um, or won a Streamy, um, as Best Web Series and also Best Actor. Wow. I have to thank my character that was their performance, and they really carried it. They yes, yeah. and it was something that it was. Uh, it's you know, a cavalcade. The genesis, the genesis of it, like the, the germ of the idea, was something that you know between Georgie and, and Brandon, a, a character that they uh, that Georgie's played, um, because it's it starts with these uh, this British couple the who um, throw a wrench into the space time continuum. <laughs> oh, pesky! <laughs> well, that old chestnut. Uh, you know, here's the thing, and if I, Georgie, you can speak on for British people for a second. Hey. I got British people. <laughs> is that they are always meddling, usually with time and space. <laughs> oh, true. I've read yes. that. Yes. I've Do- done Doug it. Knows. He's heard. Yes. He's heard, yes. Well, it's true. Uh, and I thought there's not enough uh, web series that kind of laugh at this. But exploit it. Exploit it, yeah. yeah. Or explore it. And so I figured, yeah, you know, uh, exploring time and space, meddling with it can have, you know, repercussions, uh, apocalyptic, you know. And, uh, and you found a way to, to laugh at all kinds of things um, that aren't traditionally hilarious. Like Hitler, yes. and um, well, I take Hitler very seriously actually because I think he's very well dressed, and I think he, uh, I, th- I think he was the star of Blame the Hero, and you played his father. I did, yeah, I did, and then Jack Plotnick played his mother. Yes, um, and we had a fun scene where we were most of us were um, inadvertently murdered. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing about dying on Brandon Rogers' videos. Doesn't mean you're really dead. No, you come back. <laughs> oh, you you come back, back, whether it's another character or you go back in time and you're back again. Like usually on an acting job, I'd freak out when I like find out. Oh, by the way, you're dying. I'm like, no. Why don't I appear but, after page seven? I know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Lady Minsworthy uh, must have died a few times. Yeah, <laughs> I've died many a times. passed away quite a few yeah. times. In fact, I think you might have had the most head counts out of all the actors I've worked with. Oh wow! Well, how flattering. Here's the thing, though, because because. 
the great thing about models like you is that you're being a model. You're so accustomed to having like like really awkward and uncomfortable, having to look pretty through like uncomfortable mm-hmm, situations. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the stuff we do, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to ask another or many other actors to do what I put you through. Yeah, <laughs> and I love every so, minute of so it. So I guess the, the, the thing is, Georgie actually enjoys it. It's I love comfortable it. for her. Yeah, she is. No, she's she is the the mink stole to my John Waters. I give her all the dramatic, bloody, vibrant moments, and she carries through. And people love her. Sometimes we eat shits as well. I remember we were on in front of my house. Oh, we're eating turds. <laughs> yeah, we ate turds. We right were eating turds. Yeah, but you and, liked um, it. I, I and and um, like yeah, it. we put marmite on it, which I love marmite. Which is funny because the joke was that they eat it and they go, "Oh, this isn't for all from an English breakfast." Yeah, this tastes just like English. It, it was. It was it, marmite. It actually tasted good. I was like, oh, it tastes like home. Licking all around my face, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, Marmite is that's a that's a fascinating thing. That's like their mayonnaise. If I can speak on behalf of your people mm. one more time, the thing about them, <laughs> you know, you know Brandon, more about British we, people than me, I, darling. We would like to welcome Marmite back to as a continuing <laughs> sponsor <laughs> level to this is happening. Yes. Marmite, we love you and thank you so much for your support. Thank, thank you for increasing you so your Marmite. sponsorship, Marmite. Thank you know how thank to you. make a cracker real cheeky. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if there are any listeners of this is happening that can edit together uh, the all the deaths of Georgie in the Brandon Rogers universe. I'd that would be a cool idea. Maybe some people in Indonesia. <laughs> well, by the way, I'd like to uh, say please. to Indonesia, especially our friends in Jakarta, I'm sorry about that rain, but <laughs> for the next seven days, my Indonesian friends, so that gives you plenty of time to listen to this to podcast. Li- to not just listen to this podcast, but to cut together some video yeah. of yeah. all of the death scenes. Doug, do Fabulous. You, do you have uh, Jakarta on there all the time? Well, ever since I've started on this, is happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're connecting with our Indonesian fans. Yeah. It's the only whether he checks out yeah, Jakarta. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care Jakarta. about anyone. Well, because I like to make sure they're available to listen to us. <laughs> you know we have a spike in Indonesian listeners. This I, is true. I, I See, I, the whole time I was wondering, is this a bit? Yeah. No, this is for real. Okay. Do At you, least it only is because Eric told me. <laughs> I, I don't know. You have... Now, for, dear listeners... Hi. Um, Brandon's show, you have millions of subscribers to your YouTube channel. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if Brandon put out on social media, like, hey, who wants to cut together a... um, you know, like a, a montage of Georgie's death scenes, you probably would be inundated with responses yeah. because I just I feel like you have an army. Cut together and everyone wants fans. me dead, so it's just great. Well, you have an army of fans who hang on your every post. I, you know, I don't. There might already be a reel of this out there. People, it might be. People make all kinds of compilations of the mm. movie, like. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to stop right here, uh, pull up the YouTube, and uh, yes. continue rolling in just one minute. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're rolling. Yeah. Um, Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> no, but, I mean, You've seen me die 17 times. Brandon, How was it? Brandon really is truly... I mean, if, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of Brandon, you know this, but if there are people unfamiliar with Brandon, and I was before I met Georgie and, uh, and our, also our friend David... Um, you know, I, I didn't know of Brandon's work, and then I, you know, where were you? I don't know. I didn't know. Hell, what's wrong with you? For goodness sake! I'm outside of his demographic. I know, like my younger friends, and I have a lot of young friends. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I wish I did. (laughs) (laughs) Not that young, but they, they all knew. They they all knew Brandon because, like, you know, he, he's the sort of phenomenon that. You know, could only that now exists with today's technology. Like when you know when we when I was growing up, there was no internet, there was no YouTube. No, we there had was... free to be you and me, and you're you're very old. You had a daguerreotype to look at, and that was about it. <laughs> a daguerreotype. What the? the latest silver gelatin print come in <laughs> off the Wells Fargo wagon? I, you know the topics. <laughs> The talkies are very exciting to me. I was mostly, in, you know, watching the silence. Shadows. You read Shadows <laughs> in the Caves. You're like, hey. What's that latest hieroglyph? <laughs> but no, Brandon, yeah. it's true. It is a whole journey. I have to say, no, I watched, I think, all of that, all, all of your, your series, the, the all episodes, oh, really? the eight or nine episodes There's that I watched. Seven. 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 Oh. The no, only I'm thing is, the hero. I, was, uh, I, I was a little frightened by it. 
Um, yeah. For someone such as myself, an old lady, it was. I found <laughs> it very loud. <laughs> and it's full of profanity. It is. Well, a little bit of his swearing here and there, sure. I uh, my virginal guts. ears were guts. unaccustomed they were to pierced. hearing such. You're profanity. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's it's very. Um, uh, you know profane. what it is? My people say it's, it's very out there. It's out there. It is out there. It's outrageous. It's um, irreverent. Um, but I, you know, but it's also it's hilarious and at times quite moving. I mean, when I first saw that episode um, that ends with the two characters, like you know, kind of on the ground and that uh, mm. that, that overhead shot. Yes, Bobby and Bryce Tangthrust. Mm. And it <laughs> and it um, it traces their relationship from when they met as children to something that happens later. Um, I was I, it made me cry. Oh well, well, you know I gotta tell you I got I I didn't cry but I got teary eyed when I was editing it. When yeah. I was editing that scene, and I was listening to, um, oh, what's that that song, Chlorine, by, um, you know, the, oh, God, I forget what uh, uh, Nirvana. No, is it, no, 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 uh, not Nirvana. I, I hate that I can't think of the band name, but Chlorine, listen to that song. I was listening okay. to that on a loop while I was editing that scene, and I okay. like, didn't, oh, I'm going to speed that up, I'm going to go darker later, crying and editing at the same time. And it's, it, was, it was just beautiful, beautifully shot, and beautiful symmetry, and um, I just, I, I love that, and it just, I think it really like shows. Eric, I, I'm so sorry. I, I chlorine. Do you have to go? No. No. It's 21 pilots. 21 pilots. Oh, 21 chlorine. pilots. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, okay. No, I know. I that. Is that a musical group? Uh, 21 yes. pilots is a, it's a it's a musical group. Uh, and I found this song. I shazammed it at the gym. I'm on the gym. I said, "What the hell song is this? It's great." I'm gonna I take remember seeing it in the Nelson. It was just today. It was discovered. You uh, discovered Shazam? No, Doctor Dre. Mm-hmm. Yes. I you discovered not, him. I, for the first somebody time. mentioned Dr. Dre and I said, Oh, is he that dentist who advertises? Oh my Must god. Up? I was unaware That's of a different Dr. Dr. Dre. Dre. That's a different so doctor. I don't know twenty one so, guns. I, I, I didn't know. Did you never see what was that great movie about NWA? Um Oh. North by Northwest. Um, um, back to Compton. Uh, no. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Which was, which <laughs> what's wrong with us? It came out a couple years ago, and it was my anything. favorite movie that year. I wouldn't know. It was brilliant. But I want to know the nexus. So where did this all begin? Yes. Well, yes. and let's, let's even, let's let's say, because we like to do a deep dive into someone's creative evolution. You are from... Where? Um, <laughs> you know, outside, you're from, uh, you're from California. I'm, I'm a California native. Yeah, it's not Los Angeles. Really? It's up no. north. Up north. I was a uh, Bay Area native. Okay. Uh, was there till I was 23. Moved down to LA. Been here the last seven years. Um, snap. Snap. Yeah, <laughs> very, time goes by very fast. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan has an app, a producer's app yes. that tells uh, tells oh, the talent what to say and not to say. That buzzword was used. And Apparently, I, we're not I, allowed to say. I, it. We're not supposed to say native. Oh, oh, I, oh, sorry, I sorry. just said it again. Like, don't say, don't say, don't say the N word. We're Indonesian. Indonesian. We'll say we're going to a sponsored break, and we'll be back after these messages. I love that Moira Rose is your screensaver. Moira. Um, what would you do with that? I have to say, I I've known you so Fine. far. I've known you so far more through being on in an interview with you than actual time meeting you outside of an interview at this point. But from what I've seen of you, you are. I, I don't know how I've gone this long without meeting you. Yeah, yeah he's very well, out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as we were something of a hermit. I want to put you in my video. Yes, you should. He's He's an accomplished accomplished actor. He's he's been on lots of television. Friends. I barely. So so guys, I mean, we. I mean, Doug and I. We met moments before we went on on the air. So you're really witnessing this relationship unfold. (laughs) We're going to be broken up at the end of the hour. (laughs) (laughs) Going through all sorts. And then we'll get back together. Acrimonious. Can we plan a brunch before you guys break up? Because I need one of Doug's brunches. Oh yes. I need another Doug brunch. I haven't made you biscuits in quite some time. Do you know what's coming up, Georgie? Tomato Mania. That's right, Tomato Mania. (laughs) Also back for a sponsor coming up the weekend of March 13, 14, and 15 at um, Tapia Brothers on Havenhurst in the 101. Everyone, visit Tomato Mania and buy your tomatoes. And we're back. So, Georgie, <laughs> I have my tomatoes planted 
such a pro. In, uh, by the end of March. Okay. I have to wait that long. Okay. After the ads, and then we shall do a brunch and we shall have one in the garden. His garden is so magical. There's butterflies <laughs> fluttering everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a, 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 a wonderful god now. You saw some butterflies. I was I think surrounded it was by Oh, that was from when he clubbed you. You didn't see no butterflies. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Didn't you claim that the butterflies in my garden are a relative of yours? Yes, no? yeah. Well, I, I believe that when butterfly, when you see a butterfly, especially when it circles you or it comes to you, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's someone from the beyond coming to say hello and let you know that they're still around you. So well, whoever comes to my head when I see a butterfly, like, that's them. And I have a bit too many people in the beyond. That are my, that are in my, Hence they're my angels. So, so I nice. have lots of butterflies. Okay. Uh -huh. What a sweet, strange tale. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweet, strange woman I am. <laughs> these, these, all these things are true. But back to so, Brad. Yes. You know, let's let's technically, technically every butterfly, technically is trans. This is correct. Trans. Well, this that's a scientific correct. fact that and I And aren't they know. so much more beautiful on the other side? They are. Trans is beautiful. Because they transform. Yeah. They but transform do they form from a nasty little limp dick looking pillar <laughs> to a beautiful thing that brings dead the people flies. back yeah. to Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the evening. Someone, uh, someone make a meme of that, please, for me. <laughs> All right, Indonesia, we're looking at you. We're looking at you, Dakota. <laughs> Come on, Indonesia, we know you so, have lots of time on your so hands. Nothing but rain this week. You can do it. So, Brandon, I feel like you have like a very like idiosyncratic, skewed sense of looking at the world, you know. And um, well, I I I I think that people, everyone deserves to be made fun of a little bit. Because everyone's unique in a way that, you know, has their, they all have their own little... Whether you admire that person like, I love uh, uh, I love Judy Garland and her daughter, but I'm not making fun of them because I hate them. No, it's, a, it's a really an homage. It's an homage, yeah. yeah so yeah. a lot of my characters, it, it, some of them are people that I didn't like or did like. Regardless of whether or not I liked the person, they had a striking enough personality for me to uh, mimic through satire. And but you right, and you, you, you have to inhabit them. And you so so you 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 have to take them on, and I'm sure in doing so have some level of empathy for them, you know, as you're playing them. I, I do once I get a story going with them. Once okay. I once I when I play them when I first introduce a character, they're very two dimensional. It's just here's this character, here are the jokes, here are the tropes. This is their life, and then I you know, and then I throw them into a series, and I give a plot, and then I and then I start to feel kind of empathetic to them, and um, you know, I, I give them reasons to feel you know sorry for them, and you know, I think it's great when comedy shows characters that you think are going to be two dimensional, and you all of a sudden paint them to have this you know innate ability to have their hearts broken or to feel something deeper, and and I don't think that detracts from the comedy. I think that adds to it. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of your characters, uh, and you know, do horrible things. But, but you, you, you. Uh, Not to them. They. I mean, no exactly. one ever does a horrible. Right. You explore their justifications for it, and, and it's even like, the why most evil. There's we're sort of sympathetic toward. There's a sympathetic eye or a sympathetic nod, in the way that you take some of these idiosyncrasies and expose them. That makes it human. I actually find the hero to be the least empathetic role in any story because the hero is usually this story of overcoming an obstacle of whether it's, you know, being confident or achieving over, you know, accomplishing something and becoming something greater. Whereas the villain, it's always this product of a really shitty backstory, and and they usually what they die or they have their you know shortcoming at the end of. I think the villain is so much more has the ability to be so much more of a depthy story, and so I yeah. like to fill you know blame the hero. He, Blame is really the least, in my opinion, exciting of the characters. You know, no, he was always my favorite. But you really found a way. To, you found a way to make him really interesting because he's, you know, he's he's a reluctant hero. He's an inadvertent hero. He didn't mean yeah. to become a hero. He just like yeah, sort that's of like, you know, he's these that's things are happening around him, and he's kind of gradually uh, awakening to what's going on. Yeah, he's he's an easy character to play because I've I've known so many people like Blame, and he's I you know funny, and, and especially here in LA. He runs thug. rampant with, with people that speak <laughs> like him, talk like him, dress like him, and so um, I don't know. I just I find him to be very calm, and he's not this. He's not a scene stealer. You know, all the other characters are much more loud and flamboyant and well dressed and, and pretty to look at, and he's just kind of this. Oh, you know, kind of, you know, I don't. Um, he's very trusting and well, gullible blame, too. Blame the hero. <laughs> he's very gullible. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> 
But blame, in my opinion, like stories like Alice in Wonderland, for instance, when you think about that, we only, we only really see the adaptations for the, how are they going to do the Queen? How are they going to do the Hatter? How are they going to do... No one gives a fuck how they adapt Alice because no one cares about Alice. You're right. Well, she's, she's, so, she's, she's a boring. vanilla custard. She's a vanilla custard that, that is the cement between between the bricks of these very strong characters. And so, oh, oh Ryan is giving us the key. We, we can't say vanilla. We can't say vanilla. <laughs> We're not allowed to we mention the word vanilla. Custard is... That's still open. Okay. The C word is bad. Don't, Don't say, say custard. We're going to take another break. HR. HR is going to come in. We're going to do a seminar. That's HR, yeah. At the door is HR. And we're back. Hi, welcome back. Most, one of the most fun podcasts I've ever been on. Don't oh, we're, 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 we're <laughs> down now. So, talk to your PR people about that. There you were, Northern California. Northern California. They come down here. Yeah. Now, what were your influences? Uh, uh, in, in, like just creatively, yeah, here. creatively. Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen for sure. John Waters, number one. John Waters okay. all the way. He's my yes. Bible, you know, in terms of not just how a production should come, you know, feel when you're sitting in the audience, but how it should come together and how you, you know, he's a true filmmaker. He wore every hat on that on those sets. Mm-hmm. And this is back at a time where it wasn't easy to be an independent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You were making a movie that meant something in 1960, whatever. So I, I liked the idea that he took it all on himself. And he, I remember you, know, you hear interviews with the actors, he would drive them to set, and he would, you know, sometimes the set was his apartment, you right, know? Right. And so I'm like, you oh, know. I mean, he started out with no money, he was making movies in Baltimore with yeah. his friends. And his whole career, you could, you know, up until Hairspray, mm-hmm. and now you could arguably say that his whole career is is based on being a cult. I mean, I mean yeah. you know what I mean? And that's Absolutely. that's one thing that I relate to, is I feel like my career is in, the, in, in a very similar vein. Um... No one's handing me, you know, opportunities left. I'm, I'm having to. You're creating them all. Yeah. I mean, they, and what I really admire about John Waters is, he he's not worried about being likable. You know, he's not like right. he doesn't care if the you know like he he will you know he just, he's not afraid to be gross. You know, and be in poor taste, and uh, yeah, and have people like have negative reactions to his work. Yeah, just yeah. like you, just <laughs> like you, Eric. No, I think. Well, I, I have no choice. You know, I, I would rather, and I, I say this all the time. I would rather an unapologetic. Uh, oh, you know what? Hold on. Hi, are you? Uh, are you? Uh, sorry, the Uber, Food's Uber being Eats. delivered, guys. Sorry. Just a moment here. Sponsored oh, by Uber Eats. I'm so sorry, but I will come out in just a moment. Uber Eats. All right. Okay. We're going to take a little pause. All right. Bye. And Wait, he's, got, he's got his sponsorship to say. We have to say. Uber Eats. When you're hungry, we'll bring it to you. <laughs> Even during podcasts. <laughs> and All right. I'm going to run out and grab the food. I'll be right back. And that's going to get really juicy. Yeah. And we're, and yeah, we're rolling. All right. And we're back. And we got our food. I put the food to the side. And uh, I'm going to do the rest of this podcast. I'm Thanks again, Uber Eats. For that, for re-upping <laughs> that sponsorship. Uh, what, so let's get back to what we were talking about right before the food. What were we talking interrupted about? Interrupted us. Which was your creative evolution. And we're talking about... John um, Waters. John Waters. Well, your influences. Yes, well, John Waters. John Waters. Uh, any, anyone who really heads their own career is an influence of mine. Joan Rivers. Right? Most comics. Most comics have to head their own career, you know. Um, you know, I think comedy... Oh, my God. Comedy's such a fucking hard sport. I just started doing stand-up. And it's hard. Comedy is the biggest tragedy in the world. It's the biggest tragedy <laughs> in the fucking, fucking world. Standing, sucks. standing up on stage with just you and a mic and in a front of an audience, mm-hmm. and just like you know, doing your thing. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. You um, actually, and you have an upcoming show. I have an upcoming LA. show. No, February. I can't wait when to is come. February nineteenth at Flappers. I'm nervous as dick because my agency is going to be there, both my manager's agency and my agent's agency, and uh, a lot of people are going to be. Um, I, I have. This is the first. First time I performed in LA, strictly because I've been too nervous because I know industry people will see me, and I want to make sure it's good enough. So I feel like the show hopefully isn't a good enough spot. Well, thank God you're promoting it here on This Is Happening because God knows you'd have no other way to tell people that. Oh, you're thank God! This is the only time I'm on the show, so I'm gonna eat my food now. I'm just gonna suggest why don't you test some material now for the next 40 minutes? Oh my God! Be funny. What is this show? Because now, so I only know you yeah. through the the YouTube yeah. uh, sketches that you do in your your series. Mm-hmm. What what do you do? 
doing in the last li- flappers? Flappers. Well, flappers, flappers of Burbank. So I, I did I did on the East Coast I performed in Burbank. And you know, Brandon, we love flappers. Do you know why we love flappers? Because they love us. Flappers, we love having you as our gold level sponsor. If this is happening. We always love to visit flappers in Burbank. That's flappers of Burbank. <laughs> Flapping like the butterflies, the trans butterflies. The trans flies. So what is the show that you're doing? Well, it's just stand up. I mean, really, it's it's no one. I don't really talk about myself ever on my channel, so a lot of people don't know who I am. So I yeah, come out there, yeah. and it's, it's like a skewed version of me and my life and talking about, you know, the things that I think are most interesting about what I have to offer with what point of view I have, uh, which is... I don't know, washed up influencer. I don't know what the. Do you do that? The name do of the show? Yeah, washed up influencer. Do you do your characters, or is it just going to be you? I, you know, I I used to do my characters, but then I found just too much lipstick. It, it was, it was <laughs> too much. Well, I don't this know if you've ever had no, I've noticed this in your characters. Each uses an extreme amount yes. of lipstick. Yes. Yes. Teacher, <laughs> the we woman in the shopping the store. They're yes. all. It's. A, it's I, it, I would say it's extreme. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you need a makeup sponsor like we have. Mac, Mac makeup. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, you should have a makeup underwriter. I should. You know what? They're giving us James Charles and Jeffrey Star. Where's my makeup? That's palette? Cool. Um, uh, what What's that one? The influ- what's the influencer makeup? A glossier? Glossier? Glossier. 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 Just today, Ina Garden <laughs> was thanking Glossier for sending her lip gloss and shit. And they have a <laughs> shop right... Lip gloss and stuff. That culinary bitch. Don't oh, don't you I come mean. for Ina. Just <laughs> excuse me. She has a lip gloss line. And what do I have? T-shirts. We're gonna I mean, break Brandon up right is now. You do much not bad about Ina. Than Ina Garden. Yeah, but Ina. <laughs> I, you get Ina you, I can cook <laughs> as well as Ina Garden, but I'll tell you what, Doug, I can eat a whole lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh my god, alright. Well, anyways, some lipstick yes. on assholes, I was just thinking of. Oh, that's the best way to get the makeup off. <laughs> Let me tell you, that mom character, I had to eat five asses <laughs> to get my skin tone to show again. So, so when when I did uh, Blame the Hero, the second scene, the second episode that I was in, uh, your father was in it. He, he a, was. He a waiter. That was that was the most stressful day of shooting oh, I've had in years. Yeah. Because, and let me explain. That day, I because you were in... such a disappointment. I'm not his favorite child. <laughs> well, oh. that, that's oh, part that of it. Or <laughs> <laughs> not no, just he, that. He that day I had uh, you and Jack Plotnick, who obviously you know Jack Plotnick is a very very accomplished actor. Anytime he's on set I'm shaking because I'm like is he going to like the material I've written for him is he is he comfortable is he you know I'm, I'm constantly worrying about how he's doing and then on top with of that ego, we and, with his that ego during commercial yeah. break Brandon was telling us all about Jack Plotnick and the ego I love that. he's great and then uh, <laughs> and then on top of that Anthony Padilla was guest starring and I was super nervous in front of him and I'm taken I'm still not offended that I haven't been in any of that I'm offended that I I'm taken you I'm taken it's fine. <laughs> Ryan's toggling all the dials. Guys, keep it down. Um, but no, I, I uh, yeah. And then on top of that, we're at the Hungarian Alliance place, and they had to. They, uh, well, who? What's Rudy Mancuso and uh, what's the other one's name? The Hispanic. Uh, she's a. Oh, you know her. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Cheetah Rivera, Rita Moreno. Anyway, Selma no, Hayek. She's uh, a. Not. Uh, <laughs> Politician. Anyways, Rudy Mancuso and another influencer. They were kicking oh, me out of the set. Oh, early. sorry, sorry, uh, everyone. Influencers only. Yeah. No, and then I think also like some other uh, set of yours had fallen through, you yeah. know, or something. There was, it was a lot just a going. Really on. Rough day. So anytime you watch that last episode, anything, any of the mid bits with Hitler's parents and all that stuff. That day I was l- losing my shit, and we barely made it out on time. But I'm glad the series came out. Cheers well, to that. Yes. Oh, that was loud. Oh, that was lovely. That was it's still ringing. Nothing says cheers like Lamarca Prosecco. No. Well, Lamarca's an old, old sponsor. <laughs> That's why they only got a they only they only got a five second read from me. Everybody else gets fifteen. <laughs> Lamarca, you already had your time. You know, but I, but I, I mentioned your dad because I wondered like you know I mean he was so game you know and yeah. so, so like good. And so Tony. It was that, so that, uh, Tony, that's you know, my name, Tony Rogers. And, he, and you put him in videos before, right? I you used know? to put him in my videos a long time ago, like in 2007. Okay. And uh, 
He, yeah, my dad's always supported me. He's my my dad. I remember when I was a kid, my dad he had these VHS tapes that he made with his with his friends in college, where they would do skits and stuff like that. I remember oh anyway. wow! But that means when you're like seven years old, that doesn't differentiate from a from a like Willy Wonka at the Chocolate Factory or Wizard or any other fantastical film. You're watching your dad on TV, so you're like, oh my god, this he's so funny and so clever, and it was edited, I'm sure, horribly. But as a kid, I'm just fascinated by this. And yeah, so 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 now. So that I, I wondered had, what like what kind of an influence he was on you. So obviously, like that that was an influence. Let me put it this way: my dad never roadblocked me on anything. He 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 wasn't necessarily the driving force on a lot of projects. But if there was something where I was like, "I'm doing this, Dad, can you be a part of it?" He would always encourage you know you know that. And so um, now that I've made a career off of doing that, and that used to be my escape from college, from work, from I'd always sneak away to make a video, write a script, to edit a video, whatever. Um, so now that that's my full-time thing, he's like, couldn't be prouder. And so he drove all the way to Los Angeles from San Francisco just to be in that, those few scenes in, in that episode and then drove right back the same day. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Isn't so, that amazing? So, uh, even, so, so again, I'm, I'm also very nervous because my dad's on set. He hasn't seen me direct in eight years. So he's seeing me on the job. He's seeing me talking to actors, and the whole time I'm thinking, "What is Jack Plotnick? Is he comfortable? What is Anthony Padilla thinking?" Oh, and we have four hours before Rudy Mancuso kicks us out of this place. And is my dad proud of me? And that entire and on top of it all, is the fucking project are good? You, right. Are you is, putting out good products? Is it right? Are we making something funny enough to watch that looks nice? And so it was a rough day, but ultimately it was my favorite part of the series. L- looking back and watching the series now, that episode is my favorite one. Because it's a great episode. It just all came together. Did you notice how everything he mentioned, all these things that made it so special, except for you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't need to highlight that. And Eric, you were there too. Oh, that's actually quite accurate. I think if that if that was the intent, I, I don't know which character of yours was. You played Hitler's dad, and then you played a, a, a slave, possible potential slave buyer. I did. Oh, darling! Again, ostrich. The auction part. Um, yeah, but I I loved how I was uh, viciously murdered in that scene too. Oh yeah, you you died twice. That's I right. Did, That's I right. I, if there's anyone in Indonesia that can put together a compilation <laughs> of all Eric Morris's deaths, yes. we're, we're gonna have that one. We will cry us talking to Google Translate because they're not gonna get that one. Sorry, Indonesia. Umbrella, they get rain, they get. But this one, no, they're not gonna get this request. So, did you start making content or you know just writing things in in high school or was it in college? High or? school, yeah. Uh, the anime club was lame, and I, I didn't have any friends so I go to this anime club because they would they liked me and um the king of the anime club basically <laughs> the did, you guys, have, did you guys have jackets we had jackets right yeah. well, well we so I got a hand uh, one of those like um super eight the handy cam thing one, mm. one of the little cassette tapes mm-hmm. and we would film these stupid sketches and I remember you'd have to edit it by like rewinding back like if you failed a take you'd have to rewind back and do that take until you're gone <laughs> right. and then you know so you'd edit it as we shot and then we'd put it on a VHS and play it once a week we'd meet in this this club, the anime club, and we would watch anime for a half hour or 45 minutes. You guys were all single, right? Oh, of course we were all single. <laughs> or we were fucking each other. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any friends outside of the anime club. No. Uh, but, but uh, and it was never as good as the animations made it look. No, I, I, <laughs> oh my God. No tentacles. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but I remember we, we would we would play these sketches we would do at the end. So we'd watch anime for like 45 minutes, whatever. And then I would always look for, okay, oh my God, uh, lunch is almost over. We get to play the video. And we'd have a little five-minute sketch that we'd play. And that was like the highlight of the anime club. Until before long, that just became, it was more of like the, the video-making club, which is just so much more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the anime club. I'm glad I cleansed that fuckhole. <laughs> Usually it's like an AV club, though, isn't it? You know? Well, our school had one, but I didn't like any of the people in it. Oh. But when we, so you made your own. When yeah. we were here, remember the AV club? Like That was... What's they brought in the film Audio strip thing. machine. Like yeah. they would have to set up the film strip thing. They don't mm. do that anymore because now I everything is like, like an iPad. I, I didn't yeah. do that. But it, at the advanced age that I find myself, and even more advanced age <laughs> that Eric finds herself, we had like the AV people would come in, and like we had things. You would have to play a, what was called a phonograph or a record with the film strip, and it would go. Beep, turn the page. Like, that's what we grew up with. Phonograph. So, that was like, that's futuristic. Yes, a phonograph. Yes. <laughs> Remember those? 
with the needle. Yeah. yeah. YouTube had just started to come out at right when I had opened that, when I started doing the videos for that club. So I was like, fuck yeah, like this is- Yeah, this was amazing yeah, for you. Yeah, we could just throw them up on YouTube and the whole world could potentially see these sketches and not just this anime fucking club. Anyways, I, um, yeah, Did you start on YouTube before Vine or was it oh, Vine yeah. first? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, Vine came around, what, 2013, something like that. But Vine is what ultimately made me big. Yeah. People were taking clips of me and putting them on Vine and they weren't crediting me and then those would go really famous. No one knew, A, who I was, let alone B, that I was the same actor playing all these different memes that were shooting up oh, at the same time. Oh, so, okay, so you were putting stuff out on YouTube and people then Clipped. took it and put it on Vine. Yeah, so you, you without crediting me. You didn't start so. as a Vine creator and then you then when you saw yourself blowing up on right, Vine, right. you put yourself, your well, stuff on Vine. No, I didn't. I, I, I was just kind of pouting. It oh. was like no one's crediting me. But nowadays, if anyone posts something and doesn't grab me, I don't give a fuck because then we'll say, who's this? And then five come. Oh, that's Brandon Wright. You know. Right, right. They but, do it for you. But but when you're... But, when you're, we're, but no like, one knew who you were, yeah. No one knew who I was. And so I'm getting like, in a way, I'm like kind of proud because I'm hearing people like in person, I'm hearing people quote these things like in stores and no one... No one knows that it's me that said it, and I felt like like it was like the ultimate Bruce Wayne feeling, like like <laughs> everyone knows Batman. And had you just then in that moment, Brandon, yeah. whipped out your lipstick and painted your face with lipstick, then everyone would have recognized you. <laughs> well, see, this is character. before I even did. This is before I even did the characters. Really, this is before oh, lipstick. Yeah, I haven't seen any. What so were you doing? Old, I play. I only had one character. Okay, this grandpa guy. And then is he similar to your to the older, older guy, guy now? now? He's yes. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. Too many episodes. That was an echo. It's like the two of you out. The hosts have synced. <laughs> They've synced. There's only one now. Um, we recycle. So yeah, was it like you're the older guy now? It kind it's of like, similar. Sort of like similar. Mr. Crotchety. What's it was a lot more. It was a lot less vulgar and a lot more slower paced. Mm. And I learned that. Upping the volume, vulgarity, and quickening the pace of a video just has more replayability to it. People, it just stands out. Louder, faster, funnier. Yeah, exactly. More fucks. The internet is a big <laughs> shouting contest. Yeah. People and will stay with it. They won't like exactly. click away. Yeah. And so the Fine Brothers, who at the time had 14 million subscribers, oh, uh, I'm sure they have a lot more now. But at that, but back then, you know, even now it's a lot. You know, yeah. um, they saw me and they they said we need to make a video about this guy. So they made a video about me. And the next morning, I woke up and had said. 17,000 new followers overnight and then the next day even more and the next day, and so I was like fuck I need to ride this wave and so that's when Helen was born that's when Sam was born and that's when the CEO was born because oh, there's a real need for you to now create content and have it sort of at the ready right well I, and it was, I noticed the things that were blowing up on Vine were specifically me playing an interesting personality none of them were clips because I did all kinds of videos at that time I did vlogs where I just talked to the cameras myself I did none of those were blowing up it was always me playing a weird character that blew up on Vine so I'm like that's the brand I'm gonna just every video I'm just gonna play a different version of a different weird character and you know because I didn't want to be another not that I have any shade on these people because I respect them a lot but I didn't want to be another Pee Wee Herman, another Mr. Bean, another Miranda Sings. I didn't want to be an actor who's associated with one identity. With one identity. Mm. Right. And so, yeah. so I was like, you know, before my channel was really taking off, I already knew this is how I want to be seen when people talk about me, you know, in the industry. Right. And so it's just been following that vision for the last four years of just, I have this clear idea of who I want to be. A little bit of Sash Barrett Cohen meets John Waters, meets Quentin Tarantino, you know, and, and I've just been trying so hard to just stay going in that, you know, direction. Um, so yeah, that's how that's how we got here. Yeah. And you're doing a great bloody job doing oh, all that. Oh, and she's and she is my muse for so many things, Georgie. <laughs> she has been for for seven years now. I know. We both moved out to LA at like pretty much exact same time. And so. we we did a horror project together. That was we the did. first thing that we did for my channel. It was never released. No. And it was supposed to be like a four-part series. It was and it was like, a serious one. It was, it was like, a serious. This was before... Before uh, the laughs. Yeah, this was before I realized what my channel was going to be known for. I was trying everything. I was trying animation. I was trying um, funny, sad, scary. This was a horror series. It was a four-part. Um, I had just moved into this really beautiful apartment building, and I wanted to... Sh it looked like a you know the, the Tower of Terror. And I wanted to shoot some horror thing in here. So Georgie, I had just met her, cast her in this thing. We shot a lot of it, and uh, it just never went anywhere, but... That was that was the first time. Did you meet at an audition? Where, where did you meet? We met no. on a shoot. <laughs> yeah, we met on a shoot. Yeah, a, sh a show called Dare, 
that never came out. And for those of you who are American, dare with a hard R. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I was like, no I, where, I was like, where's my... Like, making up words again, of course. We didn't caption. create the language I mean, I mean, or anything, really did we, did we, caption right. <laughs> um, With everyone, everyone that was in the show is famous, except for me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you are infamous. infamous. <laughs> I am infamous. No, you're, do, you're doing better than, uh, what's his name? Falcon. What was his name? Hawk. Hawk. Some guy who, I don't know, I haven't seen him since. Hawk? I'm sure he's doing well. I, I, Hawk. He, Hawk. Hawk? Hawk. Hawk. But, uh, yeah. no, I, th- I think what you mean to say is all the ethnic people did well from that show. Because <laughs> he was the only other white guy. It was, it was um, uh, me and Daystrom Power and uh, King Batch, Georgie and Hawk, right? It was the five yeah. of us. But you know what? That was a fun time. We and had so much fun. We had so much fun on that show. It was a hit. Nearly got time. arrested a few times. That was great. Got chased and by because security. of that show, you have each other. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just because of that, it's all worth it. But we did a bit where we almost did get arrested. Uh, it was like the first or second day we had, we had worked at on this Grove. thing. No, this was at the Holiday Inn oh, the in Holiday Burbank. Inn as well. So there was two times. Oh, and, 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 and at the Grove. And at the Grove. Yeah. But at Holiday Inn in Burbank, I remember we played this couple. Uh, so King Batch, uh, he goes in and he he uh, pretend. No, no, no. How did it happen? No, so we are a married couple in this We're bit, the married right? couple. And then we're in a hotel. And, you know, we just decided to film, like, hidden cameras in this hotel. And um, and there's, a, a like, a, a, a maid, like, she's cleaning the room, getting it ready for the next people. And King Batch just, like, walks in there, like, as if it's his room and just ignores that she's there cleaning, takes his clothes off and gets in the bed. Right? No, 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 no. it's backwards. We went in first. We went in together and we're like, oh, sweetie, we're... We're hot. like this is our this is our hotel. Like, do you mind if we just come in and set some stuff down? And the maid was like, "Sure, sure." sure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and then we're starting to take off our clothes, and we're like starting to like crawl into bed or something. And then King Batch comes in, furious because she's his girl, <laughs> and the maid is super like, oh, like uncomfortable. Oh. And this whole situation, he's like, "What the fuck is it?" And 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 then, but it was that everywhere. We went to the Apple Store. We did the and same. We did the same thing at the Apple Store. Georgie and I at the Grove. Um, which, if you don't know, that is a very populated space. <laughs> yes. And Georgie and I walk in, and we have a blanket and pillows. And lie we just on the floor lay, and have a nap. Right there, lie <laughs> on the floor. In the Apple store. In the Apple, in the Apple store. store. We lay the blankets down, the pillows down, right in the middle, right when you walk in. <laughs> and we start having, not a snap, we like are cuddling. Yeah, it's just cuddling, you know, spooning. Right. Nice. And then King Batch comes into the <laughs> Apple store. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And Georgie gets up. I can explain. I can explain. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. He's furious. She's trying to hold him back from me. The fight <laughs> spills out into the street where the trolley is. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing water fountain. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and we get into a big fight and King Batch. We had some sort of thing choreographed. And then well, it wasn't even. It, most of the time it was improv. But yeah, it was funny because insecurity is like chasing us well, down. Of course. But whilst they're doing that. The, like the audiences are like applauding. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got claps from. We got applause oh, from sure. there. And uh, yeah. as an aside, and just a, a brief visit from the news desk, a little update: Creighton Barrel at the Grove has closed and has decamped, and the Apple Store is moving in to the former Creighton Barrel space at the Grove. This has been Doug Buden at the news desk. Thank are, you. Are they? Ex- oh no, Doug, come back. Are yes. they? Are they? <laughs> Doug is back. Oh, hi. Doug, hi, Doug, go away yet. <laughs> Are they, are they expanding back. the store, or are they just well, moving to the, the Creighton Barrel space? It's a big is, space. Is almost three times it's huge, the size yeah. of and the Apple Store. And there's like what, Apple 10 store. iPhones now? That's that's oh, the that one that across that the that street, right? Indic- yeah, yeah, that's that's right. just next to Nordstrom. I didn't know Nordstrom, indic- where you can get your free validation, just walk in and turn right. <laughs> No, I know. I that's say that's a, that's a public service. No, it's a public service announcement. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you need to get your validation done at the Grove, and a lot of places are very stingy. They yeah, the movie do theater. It. You gotta have they a ticket to pass that little thing. Walk into Nordstrom's, turn right, and immediately on your right, there's a little validate here. Oh, perfect. So everybody, get uh, your stuff validated at Nordstrom. Everyone needs to know that. I've just been parking in the farmers market lot, that's going to get a Starbucks, which I would get anyways, and but that's so out of the way. No, no. Yeah, no. and then it's a different sort of person who parks at the farmer's market. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So we yeah. doing so it wrong. you want to park at the Grove and you want to park in 4C. 4C. Guys, you get that? recommended. 4C. Those of you who live in LA know exactly what we're talking about. Those of you who don't live in LA probably have no clue and what the this is. And people in Jakarta, just 
you know, find a place wherever you can. I know it's really crowded there, and I know the rain. Make, the rain. make sure you have an umbrella, guys. Make sure you have your umbrellas already. Speaking yeah. of the Grove, um, Doug and I um, yeah, where's this have going? been to a very fancy gala uh, benefit. No, oh. but um, then there was like the best gift bag I've <gasps> oh. ever known, and I had it again. Um, oh. So in the gift bag was a f- was free valet parking at the Grove for a for year. A year. No. So we get these gift. So we were at it was like the fire and ice ball. No, the carousel of hope. I didn't give a oh. shit about what it was. I didn't give a shit. We get these validations. These gift bags were like seventy five pounds. See, and I get home and I'm ripping them open. See, and the first thing I take out, <laughs> it's like a thousand dollars off your first private jet. I don't need that. Yeah. Bottles of vitamin water. I don't need that. I don't need any of this. It was a nice duffel bag though. But then. <laughs> Is this little shiny thing, and it says from whatever his name is Caruso. Now, Caruso. The Grove is a Caruso property, and Mr. David Caruso, Caruso. No, it's not David. No, I love him. And it's not Nigel. It's not Clint. CSI Miami. It's not alliterative. I don't know what it is, but it's somebody Caruso. See, and it was a year of valet parking at the Grove, and they don't even sell this. So I used to keep my car at the Grove because it was free and it was valet. They got to know they me there. You. Hi, Doug. How are you? <laughs> and they would give you a free bottle of water, but you would have to tip the attendant. I yes, I was idiots. going to say, you have to tip. How many yeah, times did you use that, right? I'm such an idiot. I went and got the valet card once, and I never use it again for the whole year. And then I You used, are an so idiot. So then I sent a letter to Mr. Caruso, because then I had, then it expired. Mr. Caruso himself? Yes. I, oh, I send a lot of letters. I, I'm pen pals. He with, loves. He well, loves pen I'm pen pals with. What am I going to do about Prince Harry? You know, I'm <gasps> pen pals with Prince Harry, and now he's not going to be Prince Harry. He's not going to live at Kensington. I don't know where I'm going to send my mail to him. But hey, that's a different. Formerly known as Prince. Yeah. Formerly known as Prince. But I sent a letter to the Caruso people, and I said, "Listen, I had this year of free valet parking, and now I have to pay for my parking at the Grove. I can't do it. It's untenable." <laughs> and you know what? They gave I you another one. card. Ooh, another what? year? Another year? A full year, but that has So that wasn't even through the gift bag? 10. You got it no. again? Yes, I'm on the list now. But now <laughs> yes. I'm back to paying. I'm back to paying for my own parking at the Grove. Oh. I, could, I could walk there. See, I live very close to the Grove, but I won't do it. <laughs> I won't buy <laughs> free valet parking. I just won't do it on it. Um, <laughs> no don't tell them that we're the people that, like, you know... Park at the, <laughs> the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. park at the farmer's market and nearly got escorted yes. out by many yeah. yeah. security. Yeah. And yeah. The we, we might give you... Yeah, the nappers at the Apple Store might give you a bad yes. rep yeah, for your, you a, your valet parking you. price. Yes. If I see you at the Grove, I'm going to run away. Yes. Right, right, guys. <laughs> turn you turn around. Guys, if you ever meet me at the Grove, never park in the farmer's <laughs> market parking lot. I will look down on you. Yes. It speaks to your character. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes sense. Well, I mean, so Brandon's work is obviously having, like, huge impact. Um, because and, and I've actually, I've spent, you know, a fair amount of time out and about with Brandon over the last few weeks. Wow, I've spent a fair um, amount of time out and about with you. Yeah, I mean, it's just Shocking. like 2020, we're off to a good start of spending a lot of time together. No. Um, and, and more than a few times, you know, it's it's like being with a genuine celebrity because people come he up and they recognize... Celebrity. He is. People come up and recognize Brandon. They want to take a picture. He's very gracious. Um, but you see the impact that he has and um, and you handle that really well. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for being so nice to me after seeing how hellacious I am to work with on set. Here we are nearly a year later. You're having me on yours. <laughs> the rumors aren't true. Turns out you're quite a No, nice. no. I mean, oh. honestly, like, I went working with you on set, I was so impressed, you know, just oh. by how in control, like, I mean, you say that, like, that day, that, that second day that we shot together um, for the last episode was, like, one of your toughest, you know, of, of that series. Yeah. You would not have known it. Uh, I mean, because what what I really like you you have a very clear vision about what you want to do, and you're you're very good at communicating pretty simply to a, a room full of people about what that is, and and I, I'm just I'm just very impressed at like how it's all coming together in your head, and you're just like making sure like okay, let me pick up this, let me make sure I have this. You know, because you really you're, you can see that you're seeing it come together. Well, thank you. There, thank there, you. There's a master plan, which is also 
Yeah, which, and, which is, you know, having I'm, seen, having seen, uh, you know, a bunch of episodes, you know, it has this this look that you, you really never know what's going to happen next because the universe that you create, anything can happen at any moment. And, you know, like when, when you're doing a play and, and you know, the, 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 those um, teachers who say like when, as the actor, at any moment, you should feel like you could get murdered or you could get laid, right? Yes. Like that's the moment <laughs> you're aspiring for. And I feel like when I'm watching your content, I really feel like, Anything can happen, yeah. and so it's it is like we we wouldn't know that there is this sort of master plan behind it. I and maybe there isn't, but it, it you know no, it sounds is. like there is. I just shit what I eat. I love watching movies. I I love movies. I would wear out all my VHS as a kid, and I I love making stuff, movies, videos, whatever you call. It. Um, but no, thank you. It's the only thing I'm good at, so thank you. <laughs> and, and you're able to make well, a living. Well, that requires a lot I mean, of that's... things to be good. You're good at everything in that one so... thing. Like, you can do everything. Your mind... I would what? love to live in your mind for a day, or I... a month, or a week. I have a really good team of... Or if you have the lipstick for it. Yes, <laughs> lipstick always helps. Yeah. There ain't nothing that can't be made better with a little lipstick or a little ranch on it. But uh, I'll, <laughs> tell you what, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of it without my team. I've, I mean, I've been doing this for 14 years, and in that time, I've curated a really, really talented team of people. Some of these people I go back to, like, 2007. Some of these people I've just started working with this year. But um, I always rate a person whether or not I want to work with them on one of my projects based on how they get along with just the room, how they are to work with on that 90% they're not on camera. Because that 90% of time that they're not on camera really is what affects the rest of the set. How are they when they're waiting for their scene? How are they when they show Are they late? Are they... Of course. Do they stay... You know, it's like... Are they going to murder me? Do they they smell? All those things are very... (laughs) Well, I've had a few smelly people. (gasps) What do you... Okay, Brandon, what do you do? Somebody with whom you're working has terrible body odor. What do you do? Depends on if I want to use them again or not. Okay. If it's an actor, I really want to come back on set. You know, practice a little zen. Don't let your feelings erupt your actions. So really just just shut it off? Shut it off. Okay. If nice I, plugs. If I don't care if they come back or not, if I'm just like, oh, this is a moment I have, I'll tell them, you know, if you come back, take a little bath. Would you, <laughs> I'm curious, would you say it, um, would you say like, listen, this is a little awkward, but a few people have come up to me, or would you own it? Would you say, listen, I can smell you, you smell bad, or would you say like, I just like a few people have said you I, smell. I think the best way is in a joke. Like you're just talking, like, whoa, what is this? Ooh, you smell, ha, 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 ha. You know, just throw it because they'll kind of know that it didn't they'll come from it. nowhere. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you say to somebody, do you want a mint? No, do you want a mint? Yeah. Like Do you want a shower? Yeah. 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 It's a real shower. I just got some cologne. Why don't you try it? Yeah. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> no, all my actors smell fairly decent for the most part. They, so you've amassed yeah. this this devoted team who I'm who I'm sure want to work with well, you. Unsmelly team. I'll tell you what. We we. I, but fuck their diets. If there's one thing I have to say about my team of people, <gasps> fuck no, what they eat. No because, vegans. Are oh there. my god. We have some people are vegan. Some people no. are keto. Some yeah. people are paleo. I eat everything. Pasadena. I even eat poo. We used to order some pizza. It's not healthy. Veganism is unhealthy. Well, I don't healthy or not. It's well, it's it's their own choice, I suppose. (laughs) I can't hold that against. But but you know, I think when we're on set, everyone they're great. Except when we go, we used to go out for lunch into restaurants, and we just found it saves time. Once Uber Eats came out, we're like, oh, let's just bring the food to us. Right. Oh, but what a challenge that is. Can we film in a different location every time? So it's a different. Who knows what'll deliver around here? And then we got a vegan and pay. And this and that, and it's like someone's not getting what they want to eat for lunch. Uh, it is, I think, it is the worst thing. I do want to thank you though, just for mentioning Uber Eats one more time. Yes, thank you. Yes. Uber, Eats. Uber Eats, thanks for sticking with us. But, uh, thanks for, for sticking sure. with us but for sure, because we're gonna stick it to you. But for sure, um, I, I can't stand how indulgent everyone has become with their food habits. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's so hard. You have to always map out who... Uh, the first thing you need to know when you meet someone in L.A., what are their dietary <sighs> needs? And because uh, that'll... Every every decision you make, where are we going to hang out? Where Who are we going to hang out with? Da-da-da-da. Better be, you know, because that's such a big thing. Thank God 
us, you know, present company is uh, is is uh, we're all inclusive with what we eat. I I ordered a bag of turds from Uber Eats. That's what came here, and we're starving them down it like smells a, great. garbage. I said, please, extra turds from me. Yes. <laughs> and I was wondering, and I was wondering, where's the marmite? Ah, <laughs> turds and marmite. I really would be in my purse, darling. It's in my purse. Don't oh, you worry. I know it's never far from you. It's always with me. So, Brandon, what's next? What's next for Brandon Rogers? Look in that horizon, Brandon. What do you see? What, what is, what's what do you see, What's 2020 going to bring to Brandon? 2020? After well, flappers at Burbank. After them flaps. Uh, well, I'm going to be at Playlist this February, which is this big convention in Florida. You're going to meet your colleagues. They have it here, right there in Orlando next to Disney World. And okay. I'm going to be at the Marriott all weekend. That's a big convention. Making appearances? Big, making appearances. Who goes to Playlist? What is it? Uh, it's 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 kind of like VidCon. It's sort of it's a big convention that okay. sort of celebrates uh, influence video content. Or, yeah, directors that are big only on the people who have made their living strictly on the internet. Okay. Um, and this is my fourth or fifth year going. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's so much fun. It's like spring break. It's like four days of just you go to this place and you just hang out with other. You set up a booth and they come to you or like what? There there will be yeah there, there's a there's like a a meet and greet where there's like. People that come to this and those take like three hours, and you just like meet as many people as you can. Okay. And, you know, Lots of selfies. Lots of selfies. As you're touching, are they allowed to touch you? They're allowed to touch me, but do you bring case, merch? Are you selling things? This year I will be. I think. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, that's I a good idea. Um, but uh, they do touch me. Uh, some of them touch me a little more. Whenever there's a guy who is much larger than me, every single time, without fail, they ask, "Can I do a picture where I or I lift you up?" Oh. And that's always, and at first I was terrified, but now I've gotten so good. Now at it's like, titillating. Like, yeah, you know, just <laughs> plank. Plank. you plank, right? It's 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 planking. It's the art yeah. of planking. I don't know if you ever planked, Doug or Eric. I know you've planked. I have tried. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a late. That's the late night with, show with a, with a uh, well, personal trainer. Yes, I have. Planked. <laughs> I planked all morning. Oh. I, I tried. Before I got out of bed. Planked late at night. <laughs> so you've got that, and what what else? What what well, else I'm are you working on? I'm working on a couple of shows. Well, uh, so I did uh, animation this year. It's called Hell of a Boss. I didn't do. I, I I co-wrote and starred in this series called Hell of a Boss. It's a pilot episode. We just wanted to make a ten-minute pilot, and see how it does, and if it does well, and it blew up. It was number one on trending for like. Like forty eight hours, it was uh, just it got it, and now it's like sitting upwards of ten million views, and it's been up for like a month. Oh my god! And and so so now we have you know that episode was able to finance. Uh, we're we're doing. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but uh, we're doing about like six or seven more episodes. Um, and Indonesia, you he heard it here it. first. <laughs> he said it. I said Indonesia, can, you heard it first. Out. We can bleep that out. Bleep it out. Where it's coming. But yeah, I am working on those episodes, and then I'm working on another series. I just dropped. Oh, we'll bleep he's that out too. He's throwing I'm the family jewels. I'm getting angry. Um, you know, I I am working on another series, and I I can't talk about it. But there are things in the works, not just these silly YouTube videos. And you've done some things for Comedy Central recently. Yes, I have. And yeah. maybe, perhaps, and maybe my relationship may or may not be over with them. Oh, maybe The over. thing with Comedy Central... Or, but it may not be over. The thing I love about Comedy Central and all fairs, they keep it in the family. You work with them a few times, you build a rapport, they always bring you back, you get to know, you walk in their offices or their sets and you see the same people over and over. And okay. Out of all of the networks... Out of all the companies, Comedy Central has been the most like welcoming of me. That's great. That's so exciting. I used to make fun of them so much. I had a chip on my shoulder. Why am I never on Comedy Central? Why are they? No, no, no. And now they're like amazing. So I had to go back and delete all the videos. We're playing this woman giving birth, and she's like, "Oh no, it's coming too soon. Put on someone. Put on Comedy Central." Like, okay, good. It's going back in. <laughs> Oh, oh now Comedy God. Central knows it's all in jest because, of course, we uh, welcome Comedy Central as a new sponsor of yes, This Is Happening. Not. Comedy Central. We make comedy central. central. <laughs> we centralize comedy. Now, I want to ask you, Brandon, do, so do you have, because you are uh, like an, a legit influencer, you've got millions of followers and people and people as far as Indonesia and back, do you have people that's their only job is to sort of manage your social stuff so that you can just make the content or are you sort of uh, keeping track on all that? Well, I think I think that most of the, the scariest thing about any celebrity, whether it's an influencer, actor, whatever, a musician, no matter what your art form is, you're constantly playing the game of relevancy. You're constantly, and I think the best way to play that game is if you yourself are a fan of lots of things. Because then you know what you want to keep saying from the people you watch. 
you know, I love movies, I love, uh, I love TV, anything, dramas, comedies, anything that could just suck me in and just lose me for an hour or whatever. Um, and I, there are certain actors and shows that I follow, directors that I love strictly because of how they change their work or keep themselves fresh, and so I'm, I'm kind of just trying to follow in those same footsteps. I love Quentin Tarantino still, and I've loved him my whole life. He's a good kisser. Yeah, he's a... F- <laughs> oh, my God, and what a hole to eat. And, <laughs> great hole, great hole. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Always one step. Clearly, I've one been missing step out. Too far, <laughs> I haven't had him yet. <laughs> right? He takes it just one, maybe four steps too far for uh, my delicate ears. That's why I started off by saying all the profanity. Um, uh, it's very difficult it's to very say. Very out there. Yeah. Nothing it's gets, out there. Nothing gets out some there. drag makeup off like Tarantino's ass. <laughs> 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 Nothing like that. No, no, I've been I've enjoyed my fifty-nine minutes sitting here. <laughs> last I wish I heard last more is gonna be terrible. <laughs> As I said, it only goes downhill from here. <laughs> now so and Brandon, the other thing I wanted to ask, yeah. I wanted to make sure we get this in. Um, I, I feel like virtually the world already follows you and, and knows where to find your material, but for the three people who don't <laughs> Where Especially in our Indonesian listeners. Yeah. Indonesia, at this moment, put down the umbrella and pick up your phone and type in the following web address to yes. follow Brandon. Stop editing those videos for one moment. Unless the phone's not water resistant. Make sure you find some shelter. They have. Yeah. Where do they, so, where do they find you? Um, where do they find me? I guess whatever search bar you're near, Google, YouTube, whatever, just type in Brandon Rogers. If you're an Instagram person, type it in there. Maybe you'll like that content more. But, uh, yeah. I try, yeah. I try and spread myself all over the place. We yeah, love I mean, spreading. And, but, and the best place Honestly. at the moment <laughs> to find your content is, like, you know, go to Brandon's YouTube channel. YouTube is my stopping ground. That's yeah. where that's where you'll find all of the brilliance that is Brandon Rogers. Brandon Rogers. And Georgie well, thank you so much, Brandon thank you for Rogers, for coming in and being a guest on This Is Happening. Well, thank, thank you, you for, for making this happen, Brandon Rogers. Thank you for having me. This is the longest time I've been indoors in days. Yes. <laughs> and now you can eat your Uber Eats. Thank now you, Uber Eats. Now I can eat my Uber turds. <laughs> yes. Uber turds. No, for real, thank you for, for joining us. Thank this you has been a delight me. and a treat. Both equally vice versa. Delightful treat. Yes. And thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.